We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Like most, but not all people who do this job, I do this job partially because I love sports. I grew up in sports. Baseball was my first like sports memory was watching DePaul basketball, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But baseball was the first sport that I like gravitated to. You know, my grandfather and my father got me my first glove. Like I can... I can remember, like, breaking in that glove and playing catch with a tennis ball because I think I was four. Going to games throughout my childhood, my parents were teachers. Occasionally, they would get tickets. I'd get tickets for good attendance, like that sort of stuff. And and we'd go to games. I remember going to a game with my dad the night that we thought that Burley, it was going to be Burley's last start. Like, it felt like, he was going to be traded. So we watched him. Like we went, I was like, come on, let's go. And and we went to go watch Burley from the bleachers on the south side pitch against Baltimore that night. I really do love baseball. Like I love it. Even though I would never want to cover it full time. Let me be very clear about that. I enjoy parachuting in to cover baseball. Like a, a a day or two a week, like popping in at Wrigley or on the south side. I'm down for that. I enjoy talking to people around baseball. I love spring training. But the people who cover it, my goodness. I Football is a much better sport to cover. Just from your time. There's built-in days off. You kind of know what the rhythm of each week is going to be like. And even when games go in overtime, you're really only inconvenienced by like, you know, 20 minutes or so. And it's rare that the games go into overtime. Woo! The people who cover baseball, I've, I have a special place in my heart. The folks that do it on a day-in, day-out basis. By the way, shout out to Maddie Lee. You know what, Brandon? Let's get Maddie Lee on at some point this week. Because Maddie Lee if there is baseball, is now going to be covering the Cubs for the Sun-Times because Russ Dorsey went and got himself all the money from the stadium network. So they had an opening, and Maddie Lee jumped right in. And I'm like, yes. 
So you're going to get some great coverage of the Cubs and the Sun-Times from Matty Lee. Anyway, when I think about how long the season is just from a working standpoint, I go, eh, they, got, they got too much stuff. Like, they got too many games. There are a lot of traditionalists that be like, well, it has to be 162. That's the real mark of, of how good a team is, and I agree. I, I agree that if a team wins a division, that should be celebrated as a bigger deal than them winning the World Series because the World Series has an element of randomness that a regular season does. But we don't give a damn about the season. We really don't. It's weird because we talk about, can this team win a division? If the team wins a division, you're like, ah, let me put that aside. Can this team win a tournament? Is this team built to win a tournament that has all sorts of randomness in it that isn't going to tell us necessarily who the best team is? There's no good solution to that. It's just the way that it is. It has this long season. It kind of has to have a long season. I just think that there's something to... There's something to the owners being willing to punt on a month of baseball. If what we're hearing from Evan Drylick and every all every Kim Rosenthal and everyone else is down there covering teams, that now the 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 tone is a little harsher that we're at the deadline. I'm using air quotes that for people that aren't on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Chicago670 the score. If they're so willing to, if the, their idea of progress to try and make a, to get a deal done is, well, guys, don't you understand? We get more money out of the playoffs than we do the regular season. When these teams come back, we're going to run back to them. I know that there are a lot of people that are doing the tough talk thing. Like, we're being very blustery about, well, this is really damaging the game. When people say that, and I don't necessarily, well, you know what I do, screw it. I do disagree with them. I think it's, if we weren't on radio, I'd use a different word. But I think that all of this is crap. Well, that's a good word that I can use here. Who are you crapping? But the thing is, is that when you see Tim Anderson again, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm in. When you find out that Aloy is healthy and, and Luis Robert is ready to go. Or, oh, it's Marcus Stroman's first time throwing on the north side. You're going to be back in. So it's, it's weird when people are like, this is damaging the game. I, I think from a macro level, it's damaging. I think that it makes it more difficult for them to grow the game out. But I also don't think that baseball's done a great job overall of trying to grow the game in the first place. And what the owners keep telling you is, nope, we want to shrink the game. What are we supposed to take from that? Because I, as, as a fan of baseball, someone who grew up loving baseball, if they said to me today, starting in 2022, the seasons are going to be 135 games long, I'd be like, sounds great. Amen, hallelujah. Because ain't nobody got time for all of that. 
baseball has been Americans' companion for a long time. And the relationships that we have and the way that we're connected with baseball is partially because our parents, our grandparents, to a certain extent us, were consuming baseball in a time where there wasn't a lot of other things to consume. So in the, for me, I was born in 75. So if my dad and I are out on a food run, like if we're going to go pick up food or we're just going for a drive and we're listening to a Cubs game on the radio, it's great to do that. when, When I was a kid, that was a great thing to do. Listening to Cubs games on the score. Pat Hughes is incredible. It's great. 162 of them? I'm a man that doesn't have a lot of time for anything else other than what I do. It is a character flaw of mine. I'm, I'm, but I can tell you, even I, the man who doesn't really go and do anything, that has all the time in the world for baseball, even I'm like, so wait, now I can't play softball on Mondays because I got to watch both the Cubs and the White Sox on Mondays? How am I going to catch up? I have ways to catch up. But my point is, I think baseball needs some cataclysmic change. And that's not going to be satisfied in this collective bargaining agreement. I think that baseball has needed to learn how to adapt and grow. And to me, the owners are close to a breakthrough on that, but they can't be honest about it. They don't want these extra 30 games. As much as it, it, it means to us, where, oh, there are more opportunities for me to go see the White Sox play because they have an 81-game home schedule. As someone who had season tickets, fam. You know I got rid of my season tickets for a specific reason last year. I'm not going to get back into that because it's not what I'm talking about here. But before that, there were I could make room to go see 20 games. How many other games does that leave? That leaves 61 games where I now have to be like, well, I, I could sell these tickets or I could give them away. The White Sox are really good about giving you a package. Like, you can kind of build your own package out. But even then, you're like, I'm committed to going to games every weekend. Like, every weekend, I'm going to be at the ballpark. I think there needs to be less. But I think that the owners need to be honest about this. This this is some BS that they're trying to, this game that they're running This, oh, we'll punt on the first 30 days. And most baseball fans, quiet as kept, are like, cool. I don't want to be out there in March anyway. I don't want to be out there in the middle of April anyway in Chicago. You might get lucky. You remember that that St. Patrick's Day we had a couple years ago? It was like 87 degrees. You might get lucky and get you one of those. But realistically, you're going to go to a Cubs night game 
at the end of April, and it's still going to be cold. I just wish that the owners would be, I, I wish that their, that part of their thing was about loving the game and trying to, trying to bring more people into the tent of baseball. Everything for them, and it's, it's like this for most negotiations. I'm not going to say it's not like this for the players too, but I do feel like the players at least have an attachment to the game that is, that is more appealing to me as a consumer than the owners do. And as the owners, as they posture, and this isn't, Danny and I, Parkins and I were talking about this a month ago where we were like, yeah, they could probably just not do March slash April, add more teams on the back end, and then everyone's going to end up being happy about it when we get to the end of it because the players will be back. There'll be exciting baseball and the randomness of the playoffs will be there and available for all of us. But the owners are like, yeah, we'll do that. But we're doing it as a negotiation tactic. And not looking at what the underlying problem is. And the underlying problem is, you probably have too many games. Like, honestly, 60 games was not enough. Like, 75 is... Is was my bottom line in the COVID season. I was like, 75 seems more realistic. If they went to 100, thumbs up. I'm fine with that 100. And it sounds like you probably need like a stunt double or something like that to go watch the games or something like that. That's probably what it sounds like because you ain't got time to watch the games. I, I mean, I, I do, but first of all, the TV broadcasts are really good. But even if you're, look, what we do is different. Obviously, I need to be watching the game so I can talk with people about it. But even if you're even if you're an ordinary fan of the game, if you are a season ticket holder over on the South Side or at Wrigley, it's a lot. Like there's a there's a lot of juggling that you have to do. And if your team isn't real good, it's different now on the South Side. That team's gonna be real good. But if you're a Cup fan and you're sitting there with season tickets, you're like. Mm. Okay, when are the Cardinals in town? I'll go deal with that nonsense. And then what? Are the Yankees coming to town? When are the White Sox coming over? When's Milwaukee coming down? But that middle week game, middle of the week game against the Padres, you're like, do I really need to go to the ballpark and be there until 11 o'clock at night? Mm, probably not. Now, maybe this is a product, Brandon, of me getting older. Maybe it's a product of me being like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to be out in these streets that late on a school night. I'm willing to hear that criticism of it. But I feel like all of us, with exceptions, there are some people like, it's got to be 162. So let me say, I think a majority of us are like, no, y'all season is too long. You can text me and let me know, and you can hit me up on Twitch. I I just feel like all of it, like now, wh- where we're at and the options that we have. Now, there are nights, like last night would have been a perfect night for a ball game. I wasn't doing blank. And I was sitting there going, I don't feel like watching the rest of these NBA games. And LeBron made sure that you didn't want to watch the end of that game. 
goodness gracious, the Lakers are terrible. Last night would have been a great night for a baseball game, but it is also still February. The NBA, the, the NCAA tournament's coming. The NBA playoffs is on its way. And finally in Chicago, we've got an opportunity for that. So I'm like totally good. Like even I know that this is a gambit that the owners are running. Like this is game that they're running about, well, we're cool with no first month of the season. I think most fans in cities like this, in places where it isn't temperate, yeah, we'll see you in May. But how they're going about giving us something that I think baseball fans want is duplicitous and kind of sneaky and it's got bag tendencies to it. It also sounds like too, you in favor, like you said, of the double header, seven innings, like games too long too. Like, I don't want to sit there and watch four hours of baseball at night at Monday through Friday or through Saturday every day. I don't, I, I can't me, my best friend, Afia, Herbie, our friend, Alicia, we went to a doubleheader, okay? This was years ago. It was, it was ridiculous. It was one of those days where it, the team was, wasn't coming back to Chicago, so the White Sox had to, to do a doubleheader with them. And you know me, I love baseball. The, I want to say the White Sox were down two separate times in the game by 10 runs. Like, they were down like 11 to, to nothing, and then they rallied, and it was 11 to 8, and then later on, it was 20 to 12 or something. I, it was really bad. The first game took four and a half hours because there was run score. And me and Afia were like, you know what? I will catch the nightcap later. Because I've been out here baking in the sun. Ain't nobody got time for that. These are the points. Herbie and Alicia stayed, which is ridiculous. Because you didn't have the 30 minutes in between. So it legitimately was, am I going to spend the whole day at the ballpark? Bring on all the seven-inning doubleheaders you can. Expand the rosters. Pay the players more. But let's stop lying about, man, we really want this 162 because the owners truly don't. And the way that they're camouflaging it is, is foul. But come on, man. We're all like, get on with it. We're all sitting there hitting the button, the wrap it up button. Wrap it up, B. Postseason? We'll sit through those nonsense four-and-a-half-hour games if our team is in it because baseball is now regional and not national. We'll sit through the White Sox and the Astros playing all day. Why'd your game start at one, and why did it end at six? And it wasn't extra innings. So... When they take away the game that we love, and it's hard whenever you love something that someone else owns. When they take away the game that we love, and we are, we're already, oh, opening day. Oh, we've missed out on March 28th opening day. Here's the thing. 
March 28th, opening day, sucks. Unless you're in San Diego or in Miami. In Miami, it sucks because Miami's terrible. Shout out to Derek Jeter. Or Arizona, which has a terrible ballpark. In most of these places, a March 28th opening day stinks. So if you want to make it May 1st, please, please, but stop lying about it. Stop lying about, well, you know, we've got to save this 106. No, you don't. No, you don't. There wouldn't be a revolt. Tim Anderson walks out of there on 35th and Shields. You know what we're going to do? We're going to stand up and clap. You know why? Because Tim Anderson is the man, and we want to see him play. But ain't nobody got time for all of this. Ain't nobody got time for that. I just said that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.